you start over. Well, welcome to another episode of The Greatest Song You Never Heard, where we give you just a taste of the theme music uh, when we start out. My goal is to keep you on your toes. That's not it. from the beginning. Why would we do that to Todd Hornby's fine music? Well, no, we're going to just chop it right in the middle. In post, no one will ever know the difference, Phil. In po- yeah, what? Well, do you know? Oh, really? Just keep talking. Okay. There you go. Well, we'll, you know what? We'll see about that. That's true. If it actually happens. Because sometimes these edits get promised, but they don't really oh, make it wow. to a, the cutting room floor. That's a deep cut right there is what that Speaking is. of deep cuts, nice segue. Thank you. This is the greatest song you never heard, where we go a little deeper in some of the artists that you may or may not know. Uh, if they're artists you know, you probably don't know the songs unless you're avid fans of that artist band or whatever. It's true. Uh but and I always throw this out there. I am a you know avid Prince fan. Had no idea that one song was coming that one day. Mm, Still yes. kind of pissed. Thought it was this huge black lady just singing her guts out about how you know her life was just it I mean was. shredding. It was. But and she was five foot nine and named Roger. That's right. Would still wear heels. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we do the deep cuts here and uh we've been on a roll. And I think I say we're on a roll when uh the person that is not driving, which, or the, yeah, that's correct. The yeah. person is not driving that's providing the song. Yes. Um, the other person does not know what that song is. That is because true. Because we actually, whoever's bringing the song to the table, brings the lyrics and lyrics only. No that title, is true. No artist. And uh, sometimes we don't even get the lyrics until the song starts. <clears throat> that's happened a couple times. But you know what? We think on our feet. Yep. I'm Phil. Chris, how's it going today? It is going fantastic today. I am so excited uh, about the song that I have for you today. Uh, it is one of those songs that for me, since I was in middle school, early high school, so has couple, been one of those songs. It's been the soundtrack for my, a part of my soundtrack for my life. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those songs that uh, if you were in a specific group, uh, the world has changed. I don't know if you know this, Phil. Uh, being in your 60th year on this planet. But the world has changed quite a bit uh, really? in the past 30, 40 years. Is that right? Yes, it has. I just still um, I, I have my dial-up phone at home. We're all good. Well, so in, the, uh, in my early lifetime, when I started getting into music as a teenager, uh, the places that you heard music, that you experienced brand new music, uh, were the radio, which played top 40 garbage that everybody else would listen to. And occasionally you'd get a cool song like by The Cure or Depeche Mode or something that wasn't in the normal mainstream. Uh, but typically it was Rick Astley, and I'm, I grew up in the 80s, Rick Astley or Janet Jackson or Michael Jackson or whoever the mainstream artists They're were. the same person, you do know that, right? That's true. Or or even uh, you know a little uh, Bruce Hornsby, and that fits in you know, your genre a little better. He's pretty good though. Uh, brother to Huey Lewis, most people don't know I that. I know, isn't that amazing? Yes. That, uh, that amazes me in and of itself. Huey Hornsby. He- his brother, yes. Huey Lewis, and Bruce Hornsby, they need to do an album together. Can we talk for a second about uh, Bruce Hornsby, or Huey Lewis, and Brian Adams? Uh, and I only bring this up for two reasons. Number one, between the two of them, they probably have more top 10 hits in the 80s than any other two combined artists. Interesting. Uh, yet, do you know anyone who's an avid, avid Bruce Hornsby fan? I, I do like him. I don't know about avid. He's really good, though. I mean, Huey Lewis? Oh, Huey Lewis. I would be... I, I'm on the cusp. 
Um, by by avid fan, I mean they've at least owned a Huey Lewis concert T-shirt at one point no. in their life. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Or they, Brian Adams. So Huey Lewis is only like five foot seven. Yes. I mean, I, when I met him, I looked down at him. I felt a little bad. You well, you look down on a lot of people. I might. That's because you think highly of yourself. There's that. Rightly so. Plus, I'm six foot three. There's that too. <laughs> so this song is uh, from a band uh, that, unless you were in tune with a certain style of music and knew where to find that music, you would never have heard this song. If you were into that stuff and knew where to find that music, you would have known this song all day long. And I will tell you this in advance. This song got, the video for this song got played a ton. I mean- On MTV. On MTV, a ton. Usually around the same time they were playing a song from Elvis Costello, which may be on a future episode. Oh. So I'm not going to tell you so more about it. So it's not Pump It Up. No, it's, it's not. It's Allison. Nope. None <laughs> okay. of those. So that being said. Two great songs, by the way. You ready to hear a song that's one of the greatest songs you've never heard? I can't wait. You've set it up really well. All now right. I'm actually on the edge of my seat. Let's do it.
Can I share one thing about songs that kind of irritate me a little bit? Yes. I think uh, songs should end without a fade out mm. whenever possible. Yes. I think this is one of those songs that could have been that way. Agreed. 100% uh, like agreed. In, uh, the mayor of Simpleton, boom, or however you do it. Yes. I, didn't, I don't think it needed the fade out. That's um, true. The name of the song is Mayor of Simpleton. It is the Mayor of Simpleton. Okay. The band is from England. Yes. When you hear poppers in any song, it's got to be from England. Yes. And so um, I know the voice. I certainly know the style. I don't know the band. But I figure I'm pretty pretty good. I've got the name of the song. you got the name of the song. And where they're from. And I'm guessing it's probably from, I'm going to go, 86. Close. Uh, 1989, okay. actually, from an album called uh, Lemons and Oranges. Ooh, I know that uh, album, too. And uh, the band actually is a very well-known band in certain circles. Uh, they have a very devoted following. Uh, they have two songs that actually made quite a bit of ra- waves in the late 80s. One was called Dear God, which was a atheist anthem. Um, it's oh. a very, very, and if you heard this song, you'd be like, I don't know why, but I know this song. But so um, in the eighties, you were a youth pastor. No, was, no, I was in high school in the eighties. Okay. So when you were a youth pastor in the nineties, yes, you said, I'm going to share that song with my, didn't ever share that song okay. with anybody actually, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fantastic song from a song perspective. Uh, they had another, um, hit, uh, in the early 80s called Majors and Generals um, that you may have I know have heard that of. name too. They had another song that I think is my second favorite song from them um, called uh, Making Plans for Nigel. Okay. Uh, Can you just give me the first letter of the band? X. Okay, I, I don't know. So uh, Making Plans for Nigel made quite a bit of waves because the song is this upbeat pop song about we're only making plans for Nigel about an actual court case where the courts in England were going to send a kid to some other like terrible facility because he was mentally disabled Mm -hmm. and there was a big public brouhaha over it and they wrote this blistering political song about how we're only making plans for Nigel. We only want what's best for him. He says he's happy, so he must be happy. It is this blistering commentary on the way that people with mental disabilities were treated in the 80s in in, in England. I was going to say, late 80s maybe. Now, no. So the funny thing is, this same band writes a song called The Mayor of Simpleton and actually gets a number one hit with it in the alternative charts. Uh, And this song would have been heard on the MTV music program called 120 Minutes that Phil, I guess you've probably never watched. No. So Sunday nights from 6 to 9 p.m. in the late 80s, uh, there was a TV show called 120 Minutes where they would play the latest alternative music that you couldn't hear anywhere else. There were no radio stations in Seattle or in Paducah, Kentucky. They did a two-hour show of this? Yes. Okay. And and they would play things like... Uh, it's just my computer. Uh, oh. They would play things like... Um, uh, the Cure live at Red Rocks Amphitheater or they would play a Depeche Mode concert when they came out with their concert or they would do the top 25 alternative hits of the time and this was at that time one of the number one it, for several weeks number one in 1989 from an album called Blood and Orange uh, I'm sorry not Blood and Orange um, Lemons and Oranges the band is called XTC XTC Andy Partridge is the lead singer who you may remember from a previous conversation uh, about the Monkees 50th anniversary album 
uh, Good Times, and Andy Partridge wrote one of the songs on Good Times. XTC in certain circles is like saying Dave Matthews, especially amongst I, a certain group of people. So I thought actually the name of the band that started with an X, which does, it was actually a word. So it completely, I, I do believe that I know this band. You you might actually, do you want to hear another song from XTC? I do. And then okay. I want you to also tell the listeners of your last concert that you went to. This is the song Making Plans for Nigel. It was only in the late 80s that I even started getting into alternative music. Here's a song called uh, Senses Working Overtime, which was another big hit for them. Uh, which, the funny thing too is, this band who would do these blistering social commentaries are also doing these fantastic, um, just pop songs. That's so 80s. Gosh. And then I'll play one last song for you. This so reminds me of another band. Here we go. Just pure old school pop. And then you know, this is probably... I'm okay with that. Another song, Generals and Majors is what it's called. So as you can see, they're just pure old school pop. But yeah. at the time, this was considered very alternative music. You couldn't find it unless you go to the import section uh, in the record store. No radio stations were playing this. Uh, and I got super into XTC at this time because they were doing this really Beatles-esque pop music that was yeah. complex. The lyrics were actually deep and meaningful. I mean, for goodness sake, they're doing social commentary on mentally disabled well, people. Well, and honestly, I'm not a big fan of bands doing political commentary right but that one I'm okay with yes I mean when you're, you're really we can talk about the definition of what's good and not good yeah to me that should be no debate yes so we'll, we'll just stick this person that can't be in society he'll be happier here. yes but then they go and pull a song like Mayor of Simpleton right which the line please be upstanding for the mayor of Simpleton is something that's always rang true with me because it just fits who I am, right? I'm the mayor of Simpleton. We all are, right? With right. every man, mayor of Simpleton. Uh, and it is, for me, one of those songs has been a soundtrack of my life and one of the greatest songs that no one else has ever no, heard. No, this is... This actually rings very similar to many bands from that era. Um, Black Coffee in Bed. Um, who did that? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
That's not the song I'm referring to as all, at all. Black Coffee in Bed. Uh, from the Squeeze. Oh, yes. Squeeze, another band. Same yes. kind of genre. Right. You, they had one hit that you would have heard. Right. You know, outside of that, yes. And and so uh, it, there's a similarity. There's a thread that runs through all these bands. First of all, you can't get away from the fact they're from they're English bands. Yes. So that's always going to play a part, right? And just the style of music, the style of recording, you know, how... Um, how, just the style of writing. Uh, Tempted by the Fruit of Another. Yes. That's the song people would know from uh, Squeeze. Right. Yeah. I didn't ever like that one. Oh, I such a good song. Liked. That song lyrically was so deep. Uh, um, I, I grabbed a toothbrush, a toothpaste, some flannel for my face. That's pajamas, pretty good. a hairbrush. No, oh, it's such a good no, song. No, that, lyrically you're right. It just, some of these songs get played, overplayed. That's true. You know, that's why that's I can't true. listen to the Eagles. Mm. You will never hear me bring an Ingalls tune. Thank to, God for that. Yeah, because it just overplayed, overplayed. Yes. Look, they're a great band. They've, they've done well. Totally. They, um, you know, a superstar is within the band. But come on. Yep. There's other music out there. There is. Whoever's running these radio stations, please stop playing the Eagles. <laughs> 100%. Uh, and that's uh, this week's greatest song yeah, you never heard. Phil, tell us where people can find us. I can do that. Uh, let's start with, you know, our website. Which Chris uh, so well put together. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I can't even talk anymore. It's the greatest song you never heard.com. And on Twitter, it's JSYNH Podcast. On Facebook, obviously, the greatest song you never heard. And find us on Spotify, like our playlist, the greatest song you never heard. I did that without dying. That's a miracle, too, because <coughs> if you haven't heard the story of Phil's hospitalization yeah go back three or four episodes it'll be right there do that and we'll talk more about it and uh we will tell you more about the things going on in our life and the like this zucchini yes that's a huge zucchini right there. it is a huge zucchini uh, we'll tell you more about what's going on in our life and uh, about more songs that will lighten your load and um, <laughs> and give you a spring in your step uh, where's your restaurant We'll talk to you next time on The Greatest Song You've Never Heard podcast.